Hey, good morning, everybody. Today's daf is Yuvam Mustaf Lamid Beis. We left off at the Mishnah on the bottom of daf Lamid Aleph Amid Beis. So we're first going to discuss the case of the Mishnah of three brothers who are married to three women who are not related to each other. But then Ruvain dies, and then Shimon does Maimer on Mrs. Ruvain, and then Shimon dies. So how do we handle the two wives of Shimon, Mrs. Shimon plus Mrs. Ruvain, who Shimon had done Maimer on? So we're going to have a machlokas tanaim, and we're going to elaborate on that machlokas tanaim and what. It tells us about Maimer in general. And then the Gemara is going to transition into the discussion of Ein Isr Chal Al Isr when it comes to various relationships. What if someone is both your wife's sister and also your brother's wife? So can one Isr be Chal on the other Isr and what the ramifications of that are? So the Gemara is going to have a Machlok as Tanayim about Ein Isr Chal Al Isr and the Gemara is going to uh, discuss how that's affected by Isr Mosif, Isr Kolel. So primarily today's the main sugya of today's daf is the sugya of Ein Iser Chal Al Iser. Today's shir is sponsored by Dr. David Lander in honor of his wife and children. It is also sponsored by the Arbisfeld family in memory of Rabbi Hyman Arbisfeld, the Chronicle of Racha, Harav Chaim Ben Rav Avram, whose yard site is today. I certainly feel a very great connection to Rabbi Arbisfeld and miss him greatly. And also by Jeremy Lossman, Lila Nishmas, his grandfather's 26th yard site, Jake Lossman, Yaakov Eliezer Ben Yosef, his neshama should have an aliyah, and also Lezecha uh, Nishmas, Mordechai David ben Shmuel Chaim, our dear friend Dovi Herman on his yard site by the members of Chaburas Mordechai David, the Torah Chabura named in his honor. We certainly miss Dovi very, very much, and uh, all the neshamas should have an aliyah. So uh, we are holding again at the Mishnah on the bottom of Dafa Lamed Aleph Amid Beis. I just have to pull myself together here. So on the bottom of Daf Lamed Aleph Amid Beis, the Mishnah tells us as follows: You have Shlosha Ach and Nesu and Shalosh Nachrios. You have three women, three brothers that are married to three women who are unrelated to each other. So we don't have any kurva issues among the women. And then Umei man. So it's a standard case: three brothers get married. So it's a nice thing. Then one of the brothers dies. So since he died without any children, Shimon decided after Ruvain died that he was going to do Maimer on Mrs. Ruvain. So we did it instead of doing a Yibum or a Chalitza, he did a Kiddushay Kesef or a Kiddushay Shtar on Mrs. Ruvain. Umeis. And then Shimon dies without any children. So now you have Mrs. Ruvain who was kind of married to Shimon, and you have Mrs. Shimon who was married to Shimon, and now Shimon died, and now Levi has to deal with both Mrs. Ruvain and Mrs. Shimon. So the Allah is Hare Elu Cholzos Velomis Yavmos. Both Mrs. Ruvain and Mrs. Shimon get Chalitza with Levi, but not Yibum. Why not Yibum? Shenemar, because the Pasuk says, Umeis Achad Mehem, Yivama Yavo Aleha. So we darshan that mitzvah of Yibum only applies, She'aleha Zikas Yavam Echad, that if she only has a Zika of one Yavam, Velo She'aleha Zika Shnei Yavam, and not like in this case where Mrs. Ruvain has a Zika of two Yavam and of two brothers who had uh, who had who had passed away. Uh, the, she was Niskadesh to Shimon. She had Maimer with Shimon, so she has a Zika uh, as a result of her some of her quasi marriage to Shimon, and she also has a Zika as a result of her marriage to Ruvain that was never taken care of. That Zika was never addressed because there was never a Chalitza or a Yibum done. So that second Zika from Shimon is uh, still present as well. So therefore, Levi has to do Chalitza. She cannot do Yibum. The Gemara will explain why the uh, why Mrs. Shimon can't do Yibum. Meaning that explains why Mrs. Ruvain can't do Yibum because Mrs. Ruvain is coming both Mitam Ruvain and Mitam Shimon. 
Why can't Mrs. Shimon do Yibum? So the Gemara is going to have to explain that. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Rabbi Shimon says that he disagrees with the Tanakhama. He says Levi could do Yibum on whichever one he wants, and then he could do Yibum on Mrs. Ruvain and Chalitza with Mrs. Shimon, or vice versa, Yibum with Mrs. Shimon and Chalitza with Mrs. Ruvain. Because Rabbi Shimon is not sure whether uh, Rabbi Shimon, the Tana, not Shimon in the example, Rabbi Shimon is not sure whether Maimer on a Yavama is Kona Kinyan Gamor or is not Kona Kinyan Gamor. So therefore, if Maimer really makes a real Kinyan, so the, uh, the, the Mrs. Ruvain, who uh, now had Kiddushin with Shimon, is considered to be Shimon's wife, and therefore you could be Miyabim her, because she's not considered to be Ruvain's wife, she's Shimon's wife now. And if Maimer is not Kona Kinyan Gamor, so she's still Mrs. Ruvain. So he could be Miyabim, uh, so he, he could be Miyabim, uh, the, the, uh, the Mrs. Ruvain, Mitzad being Mrs. Ruvain. And then Chalitza Shnia, then he could do Chalitza on the, uh, on the other one. And the reason he can't do Yibam on both of them is because if it is Konek in Yungamur, then they're both Mrs. Shimon. So you can't do Yibam on both of them because they might both be considered Mrs. Shimon. You can't be do Yibam on two Tsaros that come from the same uh, from the same marriage. So that's why Rabbi Shimon says, pick one that you're going to do Yibam on and the other one you do Chalitza on. Okay, so now the Gemara analyzes as follows. There is a Gemara in Mesechah's Gittin, at the end of Mesechah's Gittin, that tells us that there's such a thing as a woman being married to two men. It goes against everything we've ever learned that there is we always understood a man halachically can be married to two women a woman cannot possibly halachically be married to two men but the Gemara says there's one way that that can happen on some level at least and that is that Reuven is Makadesh and Isha and he makes a Tanai in the Kiddushin that this Kiddushin is going to be Chal for everybody except for Shimon Shimon doesn't have to honor this Kiddushin so uh, it's going to answer you on the whole world like a Kiddushin is supposed to uh, except for on Shimon and then Shimon goes and is Mekadesh, that woman. So the halacha is that both Kiddushins are Chal, and she's considered like an, uh, a wife of both of them. And therefore, if they both die, she doesn't get Yibam Minatora because she has Zikas Shnei Yavamin. That's an example where she's coming from two different husbands. And the Torah only tells us to do Mitzvah Yibam when there's a Zika of a Yavam Echad, when she's coming only from uh, by virtue of one deceased husband. So the Gemara asks, according to the Tanakhama, that both of the women in our Mishnah are going to do Chalitza, both Mrs. Ruven and Mrs. Shimon in our Mishnah are going to do Chalitza, not Yibum. If this concept that when a woman is coming from two different husbands that, they, that, is a, that she doesn't uh, do Yibum, if that concept is a Doraisa concept, she shouldn't need Chalitza in our Mishnah either. Meaning, Mrs. Ruven is coming both from her Zika of, uh, as a result of Ruven, which was never addressed because there was never a Chalitza or a Yibum done for that, and she's coming as a result of being uh, somewhat married to Shimon, because she had Maimur with Shimon. So she's coming from two Batim, she's coming from two Yavamin. If that din is the din da Raisa, that someone who has Zika Shnei Yavamin doesn't get anything, doesn't get Yibum or Chalitza, she shouldn't require Chalitza either. So says Mari, it's not a din da Raisa. <laughs> Ella midrabanan. It's only a din midrabanan. Ugzera shamiyamru shteyevamos habaos mi bayisachan misyamos. We have a gzera that people might say. 
that two Yevamos that come from the same home, that come from the same husband, will, will do Yibum, and that's why we will, can, can do Yibum, and that's why we say that you have to do Chalitza. Minat Torah, she's Aser uh, to do, uh, to, 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 uh, to, to be Misiabim, because we darshan Bayez Echerubona, Velo Shnei Batim. So we hear, since the second one did Maimer, it looks like they're both Mrs. Shimon. So Mida Oraisa, she's uh, Mrs. Ruvain, is, is not Mrs. Shimon, but it looks like they're both Mrs. Shimon. So they're Shnei Yevamos, and they look like Shnei Yevamos Habos Mi Bayez even though they're really both Mishnei Batim. So Minat Torah, they're really both Ro'i for Yibum, but they, they look like they're coming Mibayasechat. So the Rabbanan said, Don't do Yibum, Atu Shteyivamos Habaos Mibayasechat. So ask the Gemara, Why do they both have to do Chalitza? Vinyabim Lechada, Vinichlots Lechada. So why can't you do Yibum on one of them and Chalitza on the other? Meaning, after all, if the whole concern is that you're afraid that people are going to do Yibum on two women that are both coming from the same deceased brother, so don't do Yibum on both of these women. Do Yibum on one of them and do Chalitza on the other. Minatori is allowed to do Yibum on both of them, but okay, I get that we're concerned. People are going to think that they're both Mrs. Shimon, when in reality one is Mrs. Ruvain, one is Mrs. Shimon. But do Yibum on one, do Chalitza on the other. So says Mark, We're afraid that people are going to think that when you have two wives of a man who dies, that you have to, you have to address each of them. That even if you do Yibum on one of them, you still need to do Chalitza on the other. Because this looks like a case where both of them are Mrs. Shimon. Because after all, after Ruvain died, Shimon did Maimer on Mrs. Ruvain. So they both look like Mrs. Shimon. They both introduced themselves as Mrs. Shimon. So when Shimon dies, if we were going to require, if we were going to allow Yibum on one of them and Chalitza on the other, people are going to come to think that you need to do that. That you need to address each of the women that were married to the deceased brother. So says Mar So what's the big deal? So uh, so let people say that. It's not going to lead to any takala. Worse comes to worse. So you people will do a few extra chalitzas. You don't lose anything. So says Mar, you're right. If you do the Yibam first and then you do the chalitza, nothing bad is going to come out of it. No, what we're concerned about is what's going to be if you do the, chal- the, the chalitza first and then you do the Yibam. Now, in this case, no big deal because one is coming mitzad Ruvain, one is coming mitzad Shimon. You technically could have done Yibam on both of them. So I don't care if you do Chalitza on one and then you do the Yibam on the other. Yeah, but if we're afraid that you're going to confuse this with a case where we had one brother, he was married to two women, and that brother dies, that and, and, and you're going to come to behave similarly in that case, then it's going to be a real problem. Because what's going to happen if you have one brother and you have two wives and that brother dies, and first you do Chalitza on one of the wives? Now, right then, there's no Zika whatsoever with any of the wives. They're all in Isra Veshah And then you're going to do Yibam on the other one? That would be tragic. That would be ter- a terrible Isra, violating the Isra Veshah Sachiv. That once you've addressed the Zika with one of the wives, that takes care of all of the Tzaros. And you're not allowed to do Yibam on another one of the wives. So uh, so that's why, that's that's what the concern uh, is that we're addressing. Now, when Yibam that 
requires yibum is not patamina Torah unless you do either yibum or chalitza. That's the only way she's allowed to go and marry somebody else. Well, we had a Mishnah uh, that uh, that tells us the Mishnah teaches us that if the yavam gives a get to his yivama before he uh, he, he he marries her, he's no longer allowed to marry her. Meaning, uh, Reuven's wife dies, Shimon gives a get to Mrs. Reuven, so that's it. Shimon is not going to be allowed to marry Mrs. Reuven. The Gemara is going to explain on Dafnanam Beis that that get is only Chal Midrabanan. Minat Torah, the only thing that ca- takes care of a Zika is a Chalitza. That's the only thing that's Mafkia, the Zika. Midrabanan, there were goes there that a get should have a similar din to a Chalitza in that it asers her to the Yavam and to his uh, brothers. Because if uh, we'd be matter her to the Yavam after he gave her a get, people will think that even after a Chalitza, she's Mutaris. And people will think that uh, get and Chalitza are similar enough to each other that if we allow, if he gives a get and we allow him to still marry her, people will think that if he did a Chalitza, he's allowed to still marry her. But that's certainly not true. Once he does a Chalitza, she goes back to the Yisra of being a Shasachiv. Similarly, if the Yavam, the Yavam is able to be Makadesh, the Yavama Midrabanan, this is the concept called Maimer that we've been discussing, that he gives her Kesav Kiddushin, he gives her Shtar Kiddushin. That's what we call Maimer. And the Allah is that the Yavam is able to be Megarisha with a get and to be Mafkia that Maimer, to be Mafkia the Kiddushin of Maimer. So essentially, there are two situations where a Yavam might give a Yavama a get and they accomplish different things. If he never did anything with her and he gives her a get, he's trying to get rid of the Zika with a get. What that will accomplish is it will make her Asrdim. She's not going to be allowed to marry him. But if he did Mimer on her, he might give her a get to get rid of that Mimer, to get rid of that new connection that he created, that new Kiddushin Midrabanan that he created. So we're going to have a Sugya on Dafnun Beis, where the Gemara is going to tell us that Hananya is not sure if a Yavam is Makadesh his Yavama, can he give her a get for just the Mimer or for just the Zika? Can he earmark what this get is addressing? Is it just the Mimer or just the Zika? It could be that, uh, that, that if he gives the get only for one of them, so it's as if he's being Megarish Chatsi Isha, and he still has to be Megarish with, uh, with the get that he gave her, uh, the Zika Sayyibum that's still there, or the Kiddushi Mimer that he did. But from Rava, the Gemara is going to prove, from Rava's statement that we're about to see, the Gemara is going to prove that he holds that a get works for Mimer alone or for Zika alone. So that's a big introduction, but let's go back to, to now let's go back to our discussion, and we'll see how this all fits in. So the, our Mishnah said, three brothers married to three women who are unrelated to each other. Ruvain dies. So now Mrs. Ruvain is uh, facing a Yibam situation, and Shimon does Mimer on Mrs. Ruvain. So now uh, she's, uh, uh, she and uh, Mrs. Shimon um, are uh, when Shimon subsequently dies, do chalitza with Levi, um, but not Yibum. So Amar Rava, Rava says that Nasan get Lemaamaro. If let's say before Shimon died, he gave a get to Mrs. Ruvain, meaning he had done kiddushin midrabanan on Mrs. Ruvain after Ruvain died, and now before he dies, he gives a get to Mrs. Ruvain. Then Hutra Tsarasa, then Mrs. Shimon is in fact allowed to do Yibum. Avalhi, but Mrs. Ruvain herself is not allowed to. Uh, 
to do uh, to do yibum the michlefa bebalus get because uh, people are going to think that, uh, that that uh, that that once that if you divorce a, a woman that you could still do yibum that the bailus mimer is able to be miskarish in two ways either by a get to the mimer that's mafkia the mimer that you did or a get lizikaso that the gets mafkia the zika that uh, that exists between the yavam and the yavama through the uh, death of his brother so minat Torah you could be mafkia the zika of the yavama only alidei chalitza but the chamor goes there that if you give a get to the zika she has a full din of a chalutza where she's not allowed to do yibum in, with him nor with any of the other brothers so it's just like a chalitza that would aser her on everybody when you only give a get l'ma'amaro you're giving a get that will make her aser to you but that has no impact on the other brothers but where goes there that people are going to see that you gave her a get so they're going to think that that was a get l'zikaso they're not going to realize it was a get only l'ma'amaro and there's a nafkamina between a get l'zikaso and a get l'ma'amaro when you give a get l'zikaso it answers her on all the brothers you give a get l'ma'amaro it only answers her on the guy who did the maimer on Shimon who had done the maimer Igada amri amarava nasan get l'ma'amaro hutra afiluhi others say that no Rava says if he gave a get to uh, the, the, the Bailus maimer then even Mrs. Ruvain is allowed to do yibum with Levi now my taima my da'avidba shakle because whatever connection he created Shimon had created with Mrs. Ruvain by doing the Mimer, he had removed by giving the get. So now Mrs. Ruvain goes back to just being Mrs. Ruvain. So she's certainly allowed to do Yibum with Levi, uh, and she's no longer connected to Shimon. We pretend that that whole Shimon episode never happened because whatever it was on the Drabana level was removed. Okay, now a new Mishnah. They have two brothers married to two sisters. Now we're going back to being married to two sisters. Umeis Achenmehen. One of the brothers dies, so uh, the, obviously the surviving brother can't do yibum because it is achos ishto. It's an erva. It's his wife's sister. But then vacharkach mesa ishto shalsheni. So Ruvain dies, and then after Ruvain, so there's no chi of yibum on Mrs. Ruvain because you're married. The Shimon is married to, to her sister. No, but then meacharkach mesa ishto shalsheni. Then Mrs. Shimon dies. So now does Mrs. Ruvain become mutter again to Shimon? So arezu asura lavalamis. No, Mrs. Ruvain is aser to Shimon forever, hold the Nesra love Shah Achas because she was asked to him at the moment that Ruvain died, she was asked to him, there was no mitzvah of Yibum, so she remains the Isra of Eshesach, she remains asked to him forever, even though the reason she was asked at the time that her husband died has since been removed. The reason was that she was Achos Ishto, Achos Ishto only applies Bechayi Ishto, after the wife is dead, there's no longer an Isra of Achos Ishto, but if at that moment they couldn't do Yibum, then there is no mitzvah of Yibum. So from the Mishnah we see that Yivama, that's Nafzul Yibum, when she's asura to him with an erva, and uh, therefore we say, okay, you don't have to do yibum. That mitzvah yibum doesn't return when the erva goes away. Now this relates to what we had a couple of days ago on Davlamid Aleph. We had three brothers. Two of them are married to two sisters, and the third one was not married to any of the sisters. Was married to someone else, and then one of the uh, Ruven dies. Who was Ruven? Who was married to one of the sisters dies, and uh, Levi does yibum on Mrs. Ruven. Vein, and uh, the uh, the, the uh, obviously Shimon doesn't because Shimon was married to her sister. But Levi does even by Mrs. Ruvain. So uh, so then afterwards Levi dies. So uh, so the halacha is that uh, now she's facing. Uh, so afterwards, rather Mrs. Shimon dies. And then Levi dies. So now, does Mrs. Ruvain need Yibum with Shimon? Because she's no longer an erva to Shimon. Mrs. Shimon had died in the uh, in the interim. So over there, we said that uh, no, she 
does not need Yibum. She became Asura to Shimon at that point, and she's Asura to Shimon forever. So no Yibum, no Chalitza. So it's not exactly the same thing we're saying in our Mishnah. I Meaning we're saying that if at the time of the original Nafila the Yibum, there was an Isra, you weren't allowed to be married to that, to, you weren't allowed to marry her because she was an Erva. So Mela, there's a, that Isra is always going to be there, even if the Erva goes away. So it says Mar Pshita, Hashto Mahasam, our Mishnah is overly Pashut because if in that case, the where the uh, where Mrs. Ruvain was not completely exempt from any Yibam Vachalitza upon her husband's death, meaning in the previous case where we had a Davlamid, she still had to do Yibam Vachalitza with Levi. Granted, she was Pater Mitzad Shimon because Shimon was married to her sister, but she still had to contend with the Yibam Vachalitza situation when her husband died. She was still connected to the family in some way and had to do something. So she never had a clean patur to just remove herself from the family. And still we say, Amritla, we still say that uh, when Levi dies, Shimon cannot do Yibum with her. In our case, where it's a simpler case, it's just Ruvain and Shimon. And when Ruvain died, she couldn't be connected to Shimon. So she's free. She's not connected to this family at all. So Lokoshkin, all the more so, she's not going to come back and have a new Chiyuv of Yibum after Mrs. Shimon dies. So says Gemara, the same answer it gave when we learned it then. Tana Hatana Beresha, the Tana must have taught our Mishnah first, meaning the more Pashat Mishnah first. And the at the time that he taught our Mishnah, he thought, the Tana that was teaching this, thought that in the case of the previous Mishnah, Shitaka would be able to do Yibam, Shitaka would be mutter to Shimon when Levi subsequently dies. But then he changed his mind and he realized that in that case she also would be ushered to Shimon. And because he came to that realization, so whenever someone has to work hard to come to a realization, that's more beloved to you. You love that, that information. So he put that Mishnah first because that was something that he struggled with. He first thought it would be mutter, then he realized it's going to be so that Mishnah came first, and uh, our Mishnah stayed because it was the, it was already uh, it was already written. Our Mishnah was already formulated. So our Mishnah, even though it's no longer necessary, our Mishnah stuck around. We still have our Mishnah. So Tanrabanan. So now the Bryson tells us as follows: Baaleha, if the Yavam is Baal, his wife's uh, his his brother's wife, um, who is also his wife's brother. Meaning, let's say you have this case: Reuven and Shimon are married two sisters. Reuven dies. Shimon is not allowed to do Yibum. On Mrs. Ruven because she's his wife's sister. Let's say he did. Let's say he goes and he's Boel, his uh, his his wife's sister, Mrs. Ruven. So mishum ach He's chayv two isurim. She's his brother's wife and she's his wife's sister. So he's in violation of both Divir Rabbi Yossi. That's what Rabbi Yossi says. Rabbi Shimon Omer, No, she's only his, uh, his, 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 his brother's wife. You don't, you're not chayv for a chos ishto, only for eshesach. Well, wait a second. If I would have said one, I would have said the other one. No? Meaning eshesach, uh, the brother's dead. That would have been uh, a yibum situation. The only reason it's not a Situation so the Gemara is going to elaborate in a moment. Vatanya. So says Gemara by, by, by way we're going to explain Rabbi Shimon by way of asking a stira within Rabbi Shimon, and then we'll see why he holds, why he said that you're only chayv mishumeishasach. Vatanya. We have another brayso where Rabbi Shimon Omer eno chayv el mishum achos isha bilvad. That granted you're only chayv one iser, but it's the iser of achos isha. So which is it? Rabbi Shimon holds certainly you're only chayv one iser, but which is it? Achos isha or eshes achiv lo kasha. 
Kan Shanosa Chai, Vachar Kachnosa Meis. One is a case where uh, Shimon married his wife first, and then Ruvain married his wife, and then Ruvain died. And Kan Shanosa Meis, Vachar Kachnosa Chai. And the other is a case where Ruvain, the deceased brother, married his wife, and then Shimon married his wife, and then Ruvain died. Meaning, what was she first? To Shimon was uh, when, as far as Shimon's relationship to Mrs. Ruvain, the first time he met her, what was she? Was she Mrs. Ruvain or was she his wife's sister? If the first time he met her, she was his wife's sister, and only afterwards Ruvain also married her, his brother also married her, he made the Shinnah. Once he met his wife's sister, he realized she's a good Shinnah for his brother. So fine. So then she's always going to be uh, Athos Ishto to him. But if the first time she met, he met her was because she was married to Ruvain, and Ruvain married her, Ruvain brought her into the house, and only then he Shimon married her sister, so forever she's going to be a Shasachtiv to him. So which one are you chayiv for? Whichever one came first, whichever of the two Yisurim came first. So again, Rabbi Yossi says that if he goes and he's bowel her, which he's not allowed to do, he's chayiv for both, for Achos Yisha and for Eishasachtiv. And Rabbi Shimon says he's chayiv for one. Which one? It depends which one came first, because whichever one came first, that Yisur was chal, and then after that, ein Yisur, chal, al an additional Yisur is not going to be chal, and this begins the of that once she's already Asr because she's your wife's sister, she's not going to also become Asr for being your brother's wife. Once she's already Asr for being your brother's wife, she's not going to also become Asr for being your wife's sister. For Rabbi Shimon, according to Rabbi Shimon, who holds that let's say the Ruvain married her first, married uh, the sister first, and then you married the other sister, then Shimon married the other sister. Well, wait a second. If the Yisra of Achos Isha was never Chal, because she was always Eishas Achiv, then when uh, Ruven dies, let Shimon do Yibum. Because there, granted, she is uh, biologically his wife's sister, but halachically she's not Be'isr Achos Ishto. She's only Be'isr Eishas Achiv. And you know what happens with Isra Eishas Achiv when the brother dies? Yibum happens. So let him do Yibum. So Ravashi, Isra Achos Isha, Mitla Tali Vekai. It's not that the Yisra of Achos Isha goes away, disappears, and never is heard from again. No, it's sort of hovering. It's there waiting to be chal. And therefore, if the Yisra of Eishasach goes away, the Yisra of Eishasach is going to be chal on that. And therefore, it's not paka. The Yisra of Eishasach is not paka at all. And uh, because you knew that even if it will be paka, it's not going to be, she's not going to be royal Yavim. And a woman who's not royal Yibum is not royal Chalchila. So the Yisra of was never so Rabbi Yossi disagrees in the Brisa on Rabbi Shimon. And Rabbi Yossi says that if uh, your your if Ruvain dies and Shimon does yibum on Mrs. Ruvain, he's chayv twice because she's his brother's wife and she's his wife's sister. It sounds like he holds that Israchal Otherwise, uh, why why you chayv twice, right? Rabbi Yossi, the the Tanakama in that Brisa, sounds like he holds that that two Yisurim could be chaling each other. So says Gemara, is that true though? Vesavra Rabbi Yossi Isser Chal Al Isser Does Rabbi Yossi really hold that one Isser could be Chal on an already existing Isser? Vatanya, we have a price that tells us as follows: Of Ravera, a person violates Navera. He violates and uh, uh, he, he he sleeps with a woman who's uh, who's Isser uh, to him for two different reasons. Sheish Pashte Misos that you have two Misos based in for being with this woman. Nidon Bechamura, you only get the more Chamur of the two Misos based in. That's an indication that both Isurim are live. That both Isurim are are. are 
Chal, because otherwise we would say if you would get you would get punished with the first of the two by saying that Yechayva with the Chamura with the more strict of the two that means that they're both uh, relevant and we just have a principle of Kamle Bidrab Minei yeah or that or or practically you can't kill a person twice so you give the person the more severe of the two but that tells me that they're both there but Rabbi Yossi Omer Rabbi Yossi who supposedly holds that one Isra can be Chal on another Isra they, that they can both be live both Isra can, can be relevant at the same time he says that no you only get punished with the first of the two Isurim with the first the Onesh of, for the first of the two Isurim Vitanya and the Brisa elaborates. What's the example where Rabbi Yossi says that uh, that 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 you get punished with the first of the two isurim that uh, that came about? Yet, let's say you have a case of chamoso. A woman is your mother-in-law. Uh, you, when you met your mother-in-law, she was single. She was not married. And then Ish, And then after you married her daughter, she then got married afterwards. So the daughter gets married first. And then the mother gets married. So then the, the son-in-law sleeps with the mother-in-law. So what did he violate? Did he violate Eshes Ish or did he violate Chamoso? So when he was introduced to her, she was Chamoso. That came first. So Nidom the Chamoso. Since at the time she got married, she was already Chamoso. Ein Yisr Chalal Yisr. Chamoso was the Yisr that was there. So that's what he's going to be punished for. <coughs> and therefore it's going to be a Misa Sreifa as opposed to when you sleep with the Neshes Ish where the Misa is Chenek so he's going to be Chayv Sreifa for Chamoso and not Chenek for Neshes Ish Eshes Ish Vinas is Chamoso but let's say it's the opposite let's say she was married first and then you married her daughter then she became the mother-in-law so like a more typical case right where the mother-in-law is already married to the father-in-law let's say and then you marry their daughter so then Nidon Be Eshes Ish then you're going to be punished for Eshes Ish because that's what she was first so you see Bottom line is Rabbi Yossi's moda that ain't Isra Chalaliser because if he held Isra Chalaliser he would have said Nidon bechamura just give her the more severe because she's because you're give him the more severe punishment because he's violating both punishment both averos but no he says you give her the first one so the Gemara answers how do we reconcile Rabbi Yossi I'm Rabbi Yavo moda Rabbi Yossi be Isra Mosif that Rabbi Yossi is going to be moda that ain't Isra Chalaliser even though normally he does hold an Isra will be Chal on another Isra but he'll be moda that one cannot be, I'm sorry, even though normally he'll say he'll be moda that an iser can be another iser when it's an iser mosif, when something else is added to the original uh, to the original iser. Then we will say meaning uh, if there's an, an additional uh, capacity to the iser, meaning she becomes usher to more people with the second iser, besides for the person that she was already usher to in the first place, then we're going to say the iser sheni is going to be chal, because migo that the iser is going to be chal, all these other people, it's chal legabe that person as well. So in our case, this is an isermosif because initially, when you married her sister, she was asermidin achos isha, but she was still muteres to all the other brothers. Meaning, uh, when uh, when when Shimon got married to uh, to, to his wife, so uh, his wife's sister was asher because she was achos isha, but his wife's sister was muter to Reuven and to Levi and Yehuda and Dan She was muter to everybody else. And now Reuven went and married her. Now she becomes asher not 
only to Shimon as Eish Asachiv, but to all the other brothers Eish Asachiv as well. That is Iser uh, Iser Mosif. So since it's a case of Iser Mosif, we're going to say Iser Chalal Al Iser because it's a case of Iser Mosif. So ask the Gemara, Rabbi Yossi is Mechayv Shtei Chatos, whether he marries the woman first and then he mar- then the brother marries the sister and the brother dies, or whether uh, the brother marries first and then he marries the sister and the brother dies, and uh, afterwards uh, he's Baal Eish So Teinach, I understand what Rabbi Avo is saying, that makes a lot of sense if Shimon got married first and then Ruvain got married. When Shimon got married, uh, Mrs. Ruvain only became usher to him as Aisha's, as, as Achos Ishto. And then when Ruvain got married, she, she became usher to all the other brothers as well. Good. That's an Isser Mosif. The Tosav Isser, Legabe Achim, that the Isser was added to the other brothers. So he Tosav Isser, Legabe Didei. And therefore, that new Isser of Aisha's Achiv is going to be Chal on Shimon as well. That's a classic case of Isser Mosif. But But what happens if Ruvain married her first, married his wife first, and then and then Shimon married his wife? So the initial Isser was the Isser of Eshesachiv. That was Chal on all of the brothers. When Ruvain got married, a new Isser called Eshesachiv was Chal on Shimon, Levi, Yehuda, everybody. And then when Shimon got married, what are you trying to say? That the second Isser should be Achos Ishto, my Isser Mosifika. In what way is that an Isser Mosif? In what way is that an expansion of the Isser to more people? And maybe you're going to say, no, because now he becomes, she, she becomes the, the, uh, this brother becomes Usser to all the other sisters of his wife. Meaning not only is Mrs. Ruvain going to be Usser to Shimon, which she always was because she was Eishas Sachiv, but now um, all their other sisters, maybe Mrs. Ruvain and Mrs. Shimon have five other sisters. Maybe that's the Isser Mosif. Says Gemara, you don't call that Isser Mosif. Hi, Isser Kolalhu, the, the Isser of uh, Mrs. Uh, Ruvain was not added to more people in that case. The Isser Shimon's, what, who Shimon was Isser to became more expanded. But his Isser to Mrs. Uh, Ruvain is still exactly the same. That hasn't changed whatsoever. So that's not called an Isser Mosif. That's called an Isser Kolal. That's uh, one way of reading the Gemara. Rashi has a different way of reading the Gemara. We're not going to get into that right now because we don't want to fall further behind. Ella Amarava, so Rava Rather says, even though Rabbi Yossi holds Enis or Chalaliser, the fact that he says Yechayev Shtayim is uh, not going to be a problem because he didn't mean that Yechayev for both Yisurim, that Yechayev Shtei Chatos, if you did it B'Shogeg or if you did it B'Mezid, you know, Yechayev the two Onshim. No, it means Mala Aniyalov Ki'ilu Asr Shtayim, but Venu Chayev Elachas. We view it in some way as if you did both Yisurim, but the reality is, since Ein Yisur Chal you really only did one Yisur. V'chein Kiyasa Ravan, Am Rabbi Yochanan, Mala Aniyalov Ki'ilu Asr Shtayim, Venu Chayev Elachas. In our case, where Rabbi Yossi says he didn't really mean he meant that if uh, when Ruvain dies Shimon sleeps with uh, Mrs. Ruvain it's as if he did two Yisurim but really he only did one whichever one came first but it's as if he did two so what do you mean as if he did two what halacha is it as if he did two we have a halacha that there are different batei kvaros for harugei bezdin there's one for those who violated the more severe Yisurim the people who are and another base kvaros for those who 
So the person who violated the Isser that was Chal on another Isser, even though he didn't violate the, uh, the, the, the second Isser, but since he violated two Averos, he's viewed as Neskal and Vinesrafin, uh, and he's buried with them. And that which Rav says, that, uh, that Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Shimon uh, are disagreeing whether Isser Chal or Isser, Legabe Lekavro, Ben Risham Gemurim, we find a, a machlokas between them uh, in another area of Halacha as well. Meaning, and now we're going to transition into a discussion of another area of Halacha where we find a similar discussion about whether we're going to say when you violate the Yisr Chalalissa, does that upgrade you to the more severe uh, Beis HaKvaros of the bigger Rishayim? So uh, to uh, illustrate that, the Gemara is going to bring a brisa that talks about three different cases where you seem to have violated two Yisurim at the same time. The Itmar, none of the cases have to do with the Yibum. So you have, uh, you have uh, case number one. Zar Shashimesh, a non-Kohen, does the Avodah in the base of Mikdash, Bishabbos, and he does it on Shabbos. So the Avodah is in a Malacha, you're not allowed to do that on Shabbos, except unless you have a mitzvah to do it. But if you only have a mitzvah to do it if you're a Kohen, if you're not a Kohen, you're not allowed to do it. Plus there's an Yisur for a Zar to ever do Avodah, even if it's not Shabbos. So Rav Chia says he violated two Yisurim, the Yisur of Azar and the Yisur of Chil Shabbos. Bar Kapar Omer, Enu Chayv Elachas. No, he only violates the Yisur of Azar. Kavas Rav Chia v'Nishpa. Rav Chia jumps up and he swears. Havoda. It's a lot of shvua. Kach Shomati Mirabi. I heard from Rabbeinu Hakadosh. Shtayim that you chayv twice. Kavas Bar Kapar v'Nishpa. Bar Kapar says, okay, you're being so adamant about it. I could play that game too. So he jumps up and he starts swearing. Havoda. Kach Shomati Mirabi. I heard from the very same Rabbeinu Hakadosh. Achas. So Rebbe started to explain his shita. Shabbos l'kol nesra. Shabbos is an issue that applies to everybody. Kohanim have to keep Shabbos also. Kishohutra b'mikdash, it's l'kohanim hutra. When it became mutter to do the avodah in the mikdash, even though it involves malachos of Shabbos, that became mutter klape the kohanim. That kohanim, or kosher, are allowed to do avodah b'mikdash, even though it involves things that are normally chil Shabbos. So the kohanim hutra below the zarim, that, that heter was only chal for kohanim, was never... Was was never chal for a zar. So yesh kan mishum zaros, yesh kan mishum shabbos. And therefore the zar remains with two isurim. He's violating zaros, that he's doing an avod as a zar, and he's violating shabbos. Hiskel bar kapara, ladin bar kapara says, no, you're seeing it all wrong. Shabbos lakol nesra, you're right. The isra of shabbos applies to all of uh, the Jewish people. Kishu hutra b'mikdash. But once we said that avoda is docha shabbos, Hutra, avodas docha Shabbos. There is no do, bringing a carbon tamid is not called chil Shabbos. Period. Not for a kohen, not for Yisrael. And therefore, if Yisrael does the avoda in kanel zaros, if he does, if he brings a carbon tamid on Shabbos, he's only going to be in violation of his zaros. He's not going to be in violation of chil Shabbos. Case number two. We're going to have three cases like this. Case number two. Balmum shashimesh. Someone who's a balmum also not allowed to do the avoda, and he does the avoda bituma while he was also tamei. So he's two. He's got two strikes against him. He's both a Balmum and he's Tamei. Rabbi Chiyomar Chayv Shtayim. He's Chayv for Avel Mizbech L'Yigash Kimumbo. And he's Chayv for Vayinozer Mikotcha B'nei Yisrael. He's Chayv for being a Balmum and for being Tamei. So Bar Kapar Omer, Ein Chayv Elachas. No, he's only Chayv for being a Balmum. Kofetz Rabbi Chiyav Nishpas. Rabbi Chiyav says, Havoda. Kach Shemati Mirabi Shtayim. I have a tradition for Rabbi Chayv twice. Kofetz Bar Kapar Vinishpa. Havoda. Kach Shemati Mirabi Achas. I have a tradition from Rabbi that it's only one. The issue of doing Avodah Betumah, that's also for everybody, for Kohanim, for Tamimim, Balimumim. If you're Tamei, you're not allowed to do Avodah. Kishu Hutra B'Migdash, when Tumah is Hutra B'Tzibor, because it says, so you're allowed to do Avodah, 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 so you're allowed
allowed to do a tuma, you're allowed to do a vodu betuma betzibur, etzel kohanim tamimim hutra. That heter was only granted to people who otherwise are allowed to do the avoda. Kohanim who are tamimim. La kohanim tamimim hutra v'lolavali mumin. But kohanim who have a mum are not allowed to do the avoda betuma. So yesh, I mean, they still have the yisra of tuma, even betzibur. So yesh kan mishum bali mumin, yesh kan mishum tuma. And that's why there are two yisurim. One for being a bal mumin, one for being tamay. Hisle bar kapara ladun. So bar kapara said, no, I'll explain. Tumah lakol nesra, kishu hutra b'migdash, hutra, and uh, tumah is an isra, you're not allowed to do avodah b'tumah. But once we said that uh, tumah, that, 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 that it's hutra b'tzibur, it's hutra b'tzibur for everybody. It, that, that hetero applies to everybody. And therefore, when a balmum, a kohen balmum, goes and does the avodah b'tumah, uh, but it's an avodah satzibur, in kan, elimishum balmum, he's only in violation of balmum. And then the third case, zar sha'achal malika, a non-kohen eats a chatas, basar v'chatas of that had malika. Malika is not a kosher it's uh, they would sever the, the the neck of the bird from the back, which would normally make it a nevela. But you're allowed to do it because that's what you do with the carbon. Rabbi Chia Omer Chayv Shaim. Rabbi Chia says since he's a czar, he's chayv twice. Once for czar lo yochal kikodeshem that a czar is not allowed to eat kachim kachim, and another because he's violating the yisrov achilas nevela. Bar Kaporim no chayv alachas. No, he's only chayv once. Predictably, covers Rabbi Chia v'nishba avoda kach shemati mi Rabbi Shaim. Covers Bar Kaporim v'nishba avoda kach shemati and after all the theatrics, Hischa Rabbi Chia Ladin Rabbi Chia explained Nevela the Kol Nesra Nevela is Nesra for every for all Kali Yisrael Kishu Hutra B'Mikdash Eitzel Kohanim Hutra the Kohanim Hutra V'Lo Lazarim when it became Mutter in the Vesem Mikdash it became Mutter for Kohanim it did not become Mutter for everybody only Kohanim are allowed to eat from Kachay Kachim and therefore for a Zar the Yisra of Nevela is still there so Yesh Kan Mishum Zarus V'Yesh Kan Mishum Malika there's both an Yisra of Zar and an Yisra of, of, of Malika of eating Nevela say Hischa Ba Kapar Ladin Rabbi says, no, Nevela is called Nesra. Nevela is also for everybody, but when we say you do Malika on the Chatas Ha'ov, Hutra, that means that that's not a Nevela. We don't view it as a Nevela for anybody anymore. And therefore, if a Zar eats from that Malika, ain't Kanela Mishum Zarus. He's only in violation of Zarus. So, Hashem, we're going to explain what this Machlokas is about in these three cases tomorrow and go into further analysis of this Sugi of Ein Iser, Chal Al Iser. Okay, everyone, have a good Shabbos. Yeah, good Shabbos. Nice to see you. Shabbos. Good Shabbos, everyone. Take care. Shabbos.